Welcome into College Basketball Recruiting Weekly. I'm your host, Adam Finkelstein. He's Travis Branham. We are on the road in Henderson, Nevada, right next to Las Vegas, here at G League Ignite. And this has been just a terrific morning. We've been able to watch the guys work out. They have training camp next week. What have been some of your biggest takeaways with what we've seen so far? First and foremost, physical development. Yeah. Uh, the majority of the kids that we've been following for yeah, the last four to five years, uh, modest specifically, I mean, relatively, he's still skinny, but at the same time, he's every bit of 20, 25 pounds heavier. Yeah, he said 25 um, pounds yeah. he's put on. It's crazy. Extremely noticeable. Also, Terry Darlin, uh, that's another one that's very noticeable. It just how much growth he's made. He looks like he's grown an inch since I last saw him with the NBA Academy. So it's not only just the physical development, but also the skill development that we're seeing. That's majority of what practice was today was just a bunch of individual skill workouts. Ron Holland's jump shot's like much smoother, yeah. much cleaner. It's something that when we were having a race discussion, something you brought up, how much it, how it projects. And right now you're looking pretty accurate with that. So um, just overall, just the continued progression that they've made. And some of these kids have only been here three, four months. So they're making big, sizable jumps in a short span of time. Now, one of the things that's been great is the access we've had today. We've sat down with everybody from the GM, to the head coach, to the players themselves, and you're gonna see snippets of all of that in today's show. Um, I have to say, the thing that stands out to me most is the depth of this year's program. They have eight guys um, who've come from the high school ranks, or who, who would have been college eligible, if you, you consider two international players. And then they have the vets on the team. So you have eight, eight players who are gonna be draft eligible. Dink Pate's a two-year guy, but seven players who are gonna be draft eligible this season. I think it's possible all seven get picked. I think it's possible you could have four, maybe plus first round picks. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Um, the talent level here, in addition to the progression that you've already noticed, was was my biggest takeaway. I'm going to start the show um, talking to the general manager, Anthony McGlish, talking about what's unique about this position and how it is designed to be focused first and foremost on the growth of the players. Check it out. Unlike any other program, professional or college, we get paid and we, we have a purpose to help these young men achieve their dreams. And we don't get playoff bonuses. Of course we want to win, we want to be competitive, we want to make the playoffs. We, we owe it to those guys to try to help them to do that. But that's not how we're incentivized. Um, we don't have, we don't fight for contract extensions for our staff. There's job security. There's no playoff bonuses. It's strictly next January. How can we help maximize the individual player's readiness to be drafted, their readiness to be a professional NBA player, a contributing NBA player? And the thing that's exciting for me is over the last couple years that Ignite has existed, we put more players in the draft, in higher positions than anyone else, and they're playing more minutes and contributing more than any other program. So we're getting them there, we're helping them get there, they are helping themselves get there, and, but once they're there, they're ready and they take advantage of the opportunity. And that is the most impactful and rewarding part of this job for me. All right, that was Anthony McClish, the general manager of G League Ignite. Just a tremendous opportunity to spend some time with him. Trev, you spoke with the head coach, a guy who is, has a college background, played in the NBA. What were your biggest takeaways? Uh, just what he's been able to do in such a short amount of time and then how his experience, especially at USC, um, really translates over to this side of things. He's not only a coach, but he also has to go out on the road and recruit. And so he's helping Anthony McClish with that. And they are really doing a great job of evaluating the, not only that, but developing this talent. So 
Um, just a really impressive guy and what he's doing with this program, both on and off the court with all the different roles and many different hats that he has to wear. All right, check out some of those clips with Travis's conversation with Jason Hart. Well, just understand the dynamic of uh, player, parents, guardian, AAU coach um, at the professional level. So we take that all in consideration. That's what I did at USC. So it was, it was an easier transition. But then for the player, they come into an environment, not college, this is pro, and you're getting paid. So um, they learn the seriousness of it, and they know what's expected. Comparing your time in college now to the Ignite, and being in this where you guys are really trying to foster these young players and develop them into future NBA draft picks and players that will sustain and stick in the league. What kind of um, structure have you noticed here that's really been uh, able to equip these guys to succeed at the next levels compared to college? So right, so in college, they, you hear reality too, but here you hear reality and you still don't get the opportunity to fail. You know, in college, if you don't hit the ground running, you're gonna sit. Well, we're not here to do that because we gotta get them drafted. But they understand uh, going into the NBA how serious it is, uh, how much prepared you have to be, but also learning how to play without the ball and being able to fit in with a team. And so those are some of the things that the program's about and we harp on so when they do get to, to the association, they're ready to go. All right, Trav, I want to go down and talk about some of these eight players and what we saw here. We're going to start with Ron Holland. Uh, he was the number one prospect in our rankings last year, 24-7 sports. Uh, he has since become, I would say, the most popular candidate across a wide range of big boards and mock drafts. Do you have number, number one on your big board? Spoiler alert. No, yeah, I keep going back and forth. Okay, all right. Um, Travis's big board's coming out in a couple weeks. Make sure you check that out. I was, everything, I, let me just say this. I leave here today feeling really good about how we ended last year's rankings because um, the skill set is coming along. He played really well in, in those games against Perth. Um, he's every bit the high floor prospect we, we thought. He's as versatile defensively as we thought. He's got the motor. And one of the things on top of that, that that was really impressive to me was just being able to talk to him about the game, what he's learned, and how it's going to uh, apply to the next level. Check out some of those clips right now. I'd say the most thing that has developed is really just all types of skill work. I'm just seeing that. Your only, shooting is yeah, much different. Shooting for sure, but yeah. really just sharpening up ball handling and shooting, really just not changing my consistency in my shot. Um, I know they've been doing a great job of keeping, helping me with that. Um, and really just staying locked in for the whole game, whole practice, so I can get the most out of it and push myself to exhaustion. So when I get to the game, everything will come Talk to me about what you've learned about concepts, defensive concepts, mm -hmm. offensive spacing, that kind of thing, that for as well coached as you were in high school, mm -hmm. you just don't hear about in high school. Yeah, for sure. Um, just knowing that this is the pro level and uh, it's, it's more, the, the court is more like wider if you, want to, if you look at it and it's like, you ain't got to play with the ball like you can get straight to your point, but the main thing is reading second level defense. That's where the money is because it's like, if you know that you're going to beat your man, you're a good basketball player. You know they, they, everybody knows that you can score, and you got to read second level defense and make the right play. All right, Trav, any big takeaways uh, from you on what you saw from Ron Holland today? Uh, just to get what I was saying earlier, that shooting stroke. Yeah. Continues to get cleaner. Um, not only that, just he is what we thought he was. He's very professional on the court. He's very intentional about what he's working on and, and really brings an intensity to his workouts. Um, so just ultimately, he is on track for where we were projecting him to be. And so 
Should be a good season uh, out of Ron Holland and a very successful career. All right, the other prospect here at Ignite, who is a five-star prospect in last year's 2023 rankings, and obviously a very big household name in high school basketball, Matas Buzelis had a chance to, to visit with him. We talked about it, 25 pounds of muscle. He's a really interesting guy because he's got this combination of size and playmaking. What did you see from him here today? I mean, he, he was nursing an ankle injury. They had to bring him out to get an x-ray, but got to see him go through a little little bit of workout. Any any big takeaways from him? No, I mean, it, it, he is, again, what we thought he was in terms of the skill set, the size, and length um, that we've seen for a long time. He got to show his ability to make shots and how he's continued to improve. I thought that there's an area that he could continue to improve coming out of high school, and uh, especially with the way he was shooting the basketball off the dribble. Again, he wasn't going necessarily full speed as he's nursing this ankle back, but um, overall, just the skills just continue to come along, along with just the drastic improvement in his body. Yeah, here, here's what he had to say about some of the physical gains he's made. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In high school, you were a guy who, I mean, you look even big. How tall are you now? I'm 6'10", 6'11". So at 6'10", 6'11", you were unique in your class because of your combination of size and playmaking ability. Kind of defied positions, but you, you played with the ball in your hands frequently. You were a playmaker. How do you see your game translating to the NBA level? To the NBA level? I mean, I think I'm just going to do whatever the coaches, whatever role they want me to play, I'm going to play at the best of my abilities, but also get better like skill-wise all the time. So. What do you think your role is going to be with this team this year with Ignite? Uh, this this year, I think I'm going to be like playing pretty much like every position. So I'd On say ball like, and off yeah, ball? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get uh, defensively better, and I think I'm going to be like a 3-4 probably. The other thing I loved about Matas is he volunteer, volunteered uh, that he's making a renewed commitment on the defensive end of the floor. Obviously, that was something in high school that, that we saw some growth in, but we knew needed more growth, in, and it seems to be happening now. Um, Going to go down the list, another prospect who would have been very highly ranked in our rankings. Uh, he's an international prospect, meaning that he would not have been ranked unless he committed to a college program, but uh, Cherry... Cherry Garland, did I pronounce that correctly? Garland, yeah. Was someone that you advocated for behind the scenes tremendously last year, and he looks darn good right now. Yeah, he's an extremely impressive prospect. I mean, standing next to him, he is every bit of six foot seven, has a seven foot two wingspan. Has again been another prospect that's probably put on 20, 25 pounds since he's been here. And a guy that in high school he was able to make shots, now he was a bit streaky. But watching him today, that shooting stroke continues to progress and something I think we'll see him become more consistent, more reliable. And then another area of this game that the coaches and, and people, the staff members around here are kind of talking about and, and very optimistic about is his playmaking. He had some turnover, uh, turnover problems in high school, but he was also being forced into a bigger role than I think he was equipped for at the time. But he's continuing to get better, and it's an area that uh, that I would say we can anticipate him seeing some on-ball playmaking ability uh, come towards later in the season. And with the, the perimeter size, the length, 
the evolving frame. It's not hard to figure out why he is someone that they are talking about as a potential first-round pick. Here's some uh, highlights of what he had to say when he sat down with Trav. What I want to improve more against is about my game. You know, my defense too is very important because I'm a point guard. I was supposed to guard the, like the short guys. I need to work on my feet, you know, how to move it. And also working on my, like, uh, my decision making too is very important uh, as a point guard, yeah. Got it. And you're playing now with and against some of the best players from high school and also uh, former players that have played also in the NBA. Yeah. Um, What's that experience been like? What kind of things have you been teaching or have they been teaching you and that you've been learning? Oh, oh I would say during the BA, uh, the Basketball African League, uh, I play against uh, a lot of guys who played in NBA before. You know, they have a lot of experience. I play uh, for the Pretor team and in that team they have a lot of guys who play in the high level. They teach me a lot how to take care of my body, how to take care of the, uh, of the ball. Yeah, they, they teach me a lot, yeah, I would say that. Trav, the other player that has some early first round, maybe even lottery hype at this point, is Ethan Almanza. And this guy, in international play, he doesn't have a big name here in the States. If, if you're a casual basketball fan, or you're even a casual NBA draft fan, I'm not sure that you've heard that name. He was at OTE last year, didn't necessarily like, you know, really blow up. But in FIBA, this guy's got three straight MVP awards. Um, known as just one of the smartest front court players potentially in this draft um, from Spain was really impressed today he's working to become a more consistent shooter if he can do that he's gonna be a name you are gonna hear a lot more about in this coming NBA draft cycle talk to him about some of the success he's had and and what he's looking forward to this year at Ignite what what is the biggest difference between FIBA play and what you've seen here in the U.S., both last year at OTE and then this year and what you've gotten from Ignite? Also, the teams and then just how the FIBA is like more calm and here in the U.S. it's like more fast, like up and down every time. So being here and being used to just going up and down, playing as most like athletic guys, so that, all of that have everything. What are the best parts of your game? What do you rely on the most to, to star to the level you do in that FIFA play? Also, just like my energy and just fight for every goal and just give, give all in the court and then just trusting my teammates, believing in them, and just like getting rebounds, just help the team however I can. And now you're also known as a very, very smart player who understands how to read the defense and things like that. I know Ignite, you guys work on a lot of that stuff on a daily basis, but is you're ahead of the curve when it comes to a lot of those reads, right? Yeah, so like being in Spain, like for like nine, eight years playing basketball in Spain, I think that was the key for me just to like learn about the game, being like in Real Madrid, learning from the bench coaches. I think that was very important for me to just be able to go here and like stand out. And now we said last year you were at OTE, this year you, you were here. How, when did you arrive here a few months ago? August 27. Okay, so you've been here for about two months. You guys have had the, the doubleheader against Perth, and, and training camp officially starts in about a week, so you're going through uh, preseason right now. You're draft eligible next June. What is it that you hope to, to really expand on in your time here at, with, OT, uh, with, with Ignite part of it? Just getting used to NBA game style. Yeah. And also just working on my shooting and my body, just getting stronger, being more versatile and being faster, and most on my shooting. All right, Trav, a couple guys that we knew um, from early on in their high school careers, but have been kind of gone the pro route for a couple different years now, uh, for multiple years, I should say. Tyler Smith, 
was a teammate of Almanza's last year at OTE. Now he's here at Ignite. He's draft eligible in 2024. Intriguing combination of size, athleticism, shooting potential. I think he's going to be a name that could emerge for, for NBA teams uh, over, over this season. Anything that, that caught your eye about him today or that you know about him from his days in high school? Yeah, he's just long been a prototypical stretch for prospect. He was that when he was a sophomore in high school when he ranked inside our top 25. And today, you watch him, he is exactly that same still uh, type of prospect. Big lefty, frames continue to fill out and mature, smooth shooting stroke, and continue to improve athletically. Um, so he, he's one of those guys that just has a prototype that can really translate and project into the NBA immediately find a role. Another multi-year uh, player at, at Ignite specifically was London. You, you got a chance to talk to him. What stood out to you about him? Yeah, just London, uh, having seen him from the time of the freshman again. I just keep repeating myself, I feel like a broken record, but how much physically he's yeah. developed, he continues to get stronger, but watching him work out, the jump shot continues to improve. He's always been able to make shots, but that is an area he's continued to get better at. He's always had scoring instincts. Uh, today, it was again, just one-on-one -on -one workout drill, so we didn't get to see the playmaking and how he's evolving there. Um, that is an area that we're gonna be watching very closely, how he's improved, but the scoring and the jump shot was very good today. Another player to mention, Babakar Sane, a former NBA Academy Africa prospect, in his second year here with Ignite, did three years with NBA Academy Africa, then came here for two. Just a wonderful kid, physically powerful, uh, got a ton of a ton of tools. I think he's a name that NBA scouts are going to continue to be intrigued with. Um, and then last but not least, someone who is not NBA draft eligible this year was a uh, high-profile prospect last year, Dink Pate. You got a chance to visit with him. I did, and uh, it was a great conversation. We encourage you to continue watching that. Um, very talented prospect. One I would consider positionless, uh, but he is one that is really working on his point guard skill set, and he had a lot to say about that. Uh, that's what I need, especially with the passion and the love that I got for the game of basketball. Uh, you know, in the NBA, uh, there ain't no high school in there, so it's all veteran and pro. So getting this experience now and getting ready to play is, is, uh, is next up, so I'm ready for it. Currently dealing with a foot injury. Uh, how's the rehab process? Uh, it's good. I'm getting better. I'm out of the boot now, so uh, I get to do more than what I did when I was in the boot. So I think everything is uh, it's a process. And I'm learning my patience now, so. Just describe your game going back a couple of years. I remember watching the uh, 150. I'm actually going to be headed there this afternoon. Um, back then, you were just this athletic, personal kind of guard wing. Uh, just able to do a lot of different things. Didn't really have the position, kind of the position as basketball player, but how would you describe it? My position? Um, I say I'm a combo guard. Um, the way I the way I facilitate the game is is what I can bring to any team and uh, the effort that I got. I just want to win, so uh, really just I play the one and I can play the two. But my main position I'm a point guard, and that's what I've been doing my whole pretty much my whole life. I've always been able to handle the ball, but for me to take that next level and to call myself a point guard, I, I work on it every day and I develop and I proceed my process as a point guard. So if anybody asks me. All right, Dink Pate is uh, going to be a two-year prospect here at Ignite, but he makes eight different NBA draft prospects for Ignite, the most that they've had uh, in their program. Should also mention they open their season on November 10th. And you know what's always been 
ironic to me. You've got all these future NBA stars. Even last year, they had Wemby versus Scoop. And I can't figure out why the building is not sold out every single night. It's, it's an affordable ticket. You're in Vegas. It's not like there's not other stuff to do. Um, but they opened their season on, on November, 10th, November 10th at the Dollar Loan Center, technically in Henderson, Nevada, but right next door. Um, so local fans should certainly check that out. You can also learn more about Ignite throughout the course of the year with the Inside the Pro Lab series that they are doing on the Ignite channel. Make sure you check that out as well. Trev, any parting comments before, before we leave this, this very special show here at Ignite? No, really, just thanks to the Ignite for having us. It's been a, a very informative day in a lot of different ways. Not only getting to sit down and talk to the players, but also just getting to watch them work out and uh, uh, see how far they've come. And it's just fun to watch it all come full circle for us. Yeah, it's one of those moments where you just have to be really grateful that we do what we do for a living. Again, a uh, ton of, ton of uh, hospitality we received from Ignite today. Can't thank them enough. It's uh, been a terrific day, and again, you can go to their website if you're interested in tickets and go to their YouTube channel for Inside the Pro Lab. Until next week, we've been watching College Basketball Recruiting Weekly.